Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. You are Locked On Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of Locked On Bills. I am your host, Matthew Fairburn. I cover the Buffalo Bills for nyup.com and syracuse.com. Today is November the 3rd. It's a Thursday, and this podcast getting to a little bit late. Wanted to adjust the schedule this week to match up with the Bills' practice schedule. They are playing on Monday Night Football, and so everything kind of gets pushed back. Thursday is Wednesday, Friday is Thursday, Saturday is Friday, and so forth. Uh, As the Bills prepare to play Seattle, Uh, In week nine, a huge game for them. So you will have podcasts Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, getting you ready for this huge game for the Bills. Rex Ryan's already dubbed it a must-win. And on this episode of the podcast, I wanted to get into two players specifically on the offensive side of the ball, Percy Harvin and LaShawn McCoy. What can we expect from those two players? Because I think a lot is hinging on them. A lot of the expectations of this offense are depending on those two players in particular. And I think that's as good a place to start uh, you know, dissecting this offense and seeing how it can improve against a tough Seattle defense uh, is seeing what you can get out of Percy Harvin, who the Bills signed on Tuesday, brought him out of retirement, and LaShawn McCoy, who has missed who missed last week with a hamstring injury and missed the end of the Dolphins game with that same hamstring injury as well. I think two of the most important players on the Bills offense going forward, quite frankly, uh, are Harvin and McCoy. And I think they'll play a big, big role on Monday night as well. Uh, Before we get into that, I want to remind you that you can subscribe to the show on iTunes by searching Locked on Bills. You can also find us on audioboom.com by searching Locked on Bills as well. The only daily Buffalo Bills podcast for you guys. Uh, here for you each and every day. Yes, the schedule has gotten a little wacky in the last couple of weeks uh, with some primetime games and whatnot, but we're here for you five times a week, uh, and one of the only places that can say that. Uh, And so you can subscribe over there. I also wanted to remind you that on the Monday episode of Locked on Bills, we dissected that Patriots game and and gave you a, a... answered a bunch of questions that you guys had about that game so you can check that out as well also quick housekeeping note you guys can get a nice deal from SeatGeek Uh, it's I've told you guys before and I will say it again SeatGeek is the easiest way to find tickets for the games you want to see up close and in person this season I have the SeatGeek app on my phone I used it at the World Cup of Hockey up in Toronto back in September uh, I've used used it for a couple of baseball games during the preseason uh, when the Bills were on the road in D.C., checked out a Nats game, and uh, in Detroit, checked out a Tigers game. It really is the easiest way to find tickets. You pull up the app, and in a few taps, you can instantly find seats 
for that game and you get the best deal on every ticket because they always price compare by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest price available. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll Im- immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. The best part is every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee and I know when I'm spending money on sporting events, that's huge for me. Don't want to spend money, get to the door, and and have the ticket not work. Probably the best part of all this is that I can get you $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. All you have to do is download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code. Enter the promo code LOBILLS. That's L-O-B-I-L-L-S. SeatGeek's going to send you 20 bucks after you've made your first purchase, so... Go ahead, download the SeatGeek app, enter the promo code LOBILLS today. All right, let's get into the topic of the day. Percy Harvin, what in the world are the Bills thinking pulling this guy out of retirement, and what can he bring to the table? What they're thinking bringing this guy out of retirement is fairly simple. They think Percy Harvin with his knowledge of the playbook and chemistry with Tyrod Taylor can come in and make an impact on this roster. Now the offense is obviously desperate for wide receiver help. I think anybody who has watched this team in the first half of the season knows that since Sammy Watkins went on IR, I mean, you go back to training camp, their top four receivers, Sammy Watkins, Robert Woods, Marquise Goodwin, Greg Salas, Watkins and Salas are on injured reserve. Watkins can come back in week 12 No guarantee he's going to be full go by then, but they are hoping that he comes back this season. But as of a couple weeks ago, all four of those guys were injured. Marquise Goodwin looks like he'll be back this week. Robert Woods should be closer to full strength this week. But the point remains, they're without a lot of their top weapons. Justin Hunter and Walt Powell have been getting a ton of run for this team at wide receiver, and quite frankly, those guys aren't good enough to be getting the type of run they're getting. So... Uh, you know, naturally, around the time of the trade deadline, the Bills are, are looking for options, looking for solutions to their wide receiver problem. And they went to an old friend, Percy Harvin. And Harvin is an exciting player. You know, he was probably the Bills' best receiver through five games last year. Then he got hurt. It was the knee, and then it was the hip. And then both of those were bothering him to the point that he decided uh, he was potentially going to call it quits. Bills ended up putting him on injured reserve. He ended up retiring in the offseason, and it was one of those deals where you just thought that was it. You had heard the last of Percy Harvin. Physically, he wasn't able to do what he knew he was capable of, and he didn't want to play anymore. And then things changed. Percy Harvin said for the first five months of the season, or first five weeks of the season, he didn't even think about football. And then all of a sudden his body started feeling better. He's been working out all along and his body's feeling better. And he thinks, yeah, I'd consider it. And so he told his agent just to keep his, his phone line open. And of course the Buffalo bills were the ones to call about two weeks ago and, and said, you know, you know, started kicking the tires on whether Harvin would be interested in coming back. Next thing you know, the Bills are desperate enough, Harvin's ready to roll, and he's in Buffalo ready to play. How much of an impact can he make in week one? 
or week nine rather, his first week with the team, I think he can make some impact. I say that cautiously because he's had one day of practice so far, uh, and I think the Bills are happy with where he is uh, at this point, but they're being cautiously optimistic about the type of role they can put on his plate. I don't think they want to put too much on him too soon, and I don't think they want to wear him down. They want to be smart with him, but he and Tyrod Taylor had a nice chemistry last season. I don't think Harvin's physical gifts disappeared. I think the question you have with Harvin is how long can he stay healthy? And that's not necessarily a question, uh, you know, that, that you can answer in the first week or with a couple practices. I think he needs to go through the grind and then you can start to see, but he already knows the playbook. He already has chemistry with Tyrod Taylor. And so as long as he's in decent enough shape, I think you can put him out there for certain plays. Maybe let him return a couple kicks uh, with Brandon Tate concussed. The, the Bills will probably need an option there. And then you go from there. I, I don't think you want to put too much on him too soon just so you don't you know, have him get a soft tissue injury. Uh, and then the frustration starts to mount for him. But Harvin gets a million bucks for playing eight games and the Bills get an explosive playmaker who, even if he only plays a handful of games, maybe helps, you know, get them through that time. Uh, you know, the, Tyrod Taylor could enter the final month of the season with Sammy Watkins and, and a healthy Percy Harvin as wide receivers, which is what he thought he was going to have entering his first year as a starter. So, that could be potentially dangerous for this team down the stretch. All that said, Harvin needs to prove he can stay healthy. Watkins needs to get on the field. A lot needs to fall in place, but it's exciting. I, I get why fans are excited about it, and I, I get why the Bills did it. They were desperate. There were no better options out there. Is Harvin a... Is this too little too late? I think it could be, but uh, I think it helps Tyrod Taylor. I think it gets Tyrod Taylor excited, rejuvenates this offense a little bit. We'll see where it goes. Now, the real key to this offense is running back LaShawn McCoy, who also was at practice on Thursday for the first time since he re-injured his hamstring against the Miami Dolphins. McCoy was on the field for practice. Huge, huge development for the Bills. I mean, this guy is their entire offense at times this season. He looked like an MVP candidate coming out of that 49ers game, and then he injures his hamstring in practice leading up to the Dolphins game, and things haven't been the same for the Bills or McCoy since. So the fact that he was on the practice field, even in a limited capacity, he looked better at practice on Thursday than he's looked at any practice since he injured that hamstring. And so... To me, that's a huge positive sign. I think you want to be very careful about rushing him onto the field for the Seahawks game, and you know maybe he he has a setback to the injury or whatever. But at the same time, you also want to look at it as a as he does have the bye week coming up, and uh, would have two weeks to heal up, even if there were a setback. And how much can you really hold him out? You're four and four. You need a win, even if it is against an NFC opponent. So, look, the Bills made a mistake 
Rex Ryan made a mistake playing McCoy against the Miami Dolphins, and it backfired. And so if they decide to be cautious and hold out McCoy against the Seahawks, I don't think anybody's going to blame them. Uh, but it looks right now like McCoy is ready to roll. And that's a huge huge positive sign for this Bills team that is dealing with a lot of injuries, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, and if they can get their running game going, I think they have a really, a really good shot to give Seattle a game on Monday Night Football. And that's a little bit of preview for the next episode. Uh, we're going to get into uh, the why I think the Bills have a better chance than the point spread indicates on Monday night. But I, I really think McCoy is a huge key to it because he generates a ton of big plays, explosive plays, as Pete Carroll likes to call them. And, and that's part of what this Bills offense has been predicated on when McCoy's been healthy is getting those big plays in the running game and, and setting up you know touchdown drives with big runs. And, and it doesn't happen the same way when McCoy's not in there. But they also need to show that they trust Mike Gillisley and give him the rock when he needs it. And I think they're going to be able to run the football in this game if they're smart about it. So uh, we'll see what happens with McCoy and Harvin. I think, you know, maybe both of those guys will be limited. Maybe LaShawn McCoy is a full go. Uh, You know, obviously we're a long way away from from game day at this point. A lot can happen. Uh, And... The Bills have a number of injuries that they're dealing with. McCoy probably being number one. Marcel Darius also uh, injured his groin against the Patriots on Sunday as if he didn't already have enough to deal with. He now has a groin injury that he's fighting off. So a couple of of key bumps and bruises for the Bills, but I do think this offense has a chance. Remember that the Seahawks are also dealing with some injuries. Cam Chancellor might not play. On Monday Night Football, Michael Bennett will be out for a few weeks. So injuries happen in the NFL. Nobody's going to be feeling sorry for the Bills just because a few guys are banged up. And I think, you know, the onus then falls on Tyrod Taylor and this offensive line and, and some of the other guys to pick guys up on offense and make sure that they can be productive regardless of, of who's in the backfield or, or who's out at wide receiver because, let's face it, this team's 4-4. Four and four. If they fall to 4-5 and five heading into the bye week, morale won't be great heading into that Cincinnati game, and you're basically in a spot where you can only lose one game out of a very tough stretch of games, in my opinion, with Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Oakland, Pittsburgh still on the schedule. Uh, those are teams that could beat you. Uh, the Jack Jaguars beat the Bills last year. Oakland is on fire right now, and that game's in Oakland. And, and Pittsburgh uh, looks like one of the best teams in the AFC when Ben Roethlisberger is healthy. So I don't think the Seahawks game is must-win by any means. Uh, I know Rex Ryan's dubbed it that, but I think you could argue the Seahawks game is the least important left on the schedule because it's the only non-conference game left on the schedule. But... It's tough to argue what it would do uh, for this team heading into the bye week at 5-4 and four after beating one of the best teams in the NFC. They need to get healthy to do it. They probably need LaShawn McCoy on the field uh, if they want to win this game. Right now, things are looking pretty good. We'll keep you updated on the show throughout the week on McCoy and Harvin and Darius and all the other injuries on both sides of the football. Um, but that will do it for this episode. Uh, reminder, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes by searching Locked On Bills. 
Also find us on audioboom.com the same way. Be back with you on Friday with an episode giving you a little bit of a a reason to believe the Bills can beat the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. i got a few reasons for you. I'll share them on the Friday episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and I will talk to you next time.